0: I V M Good
1: morning, good afternoon and good evening and welcome to our new podcast called Heal and Hearty. I am your host Rachna Chachi, not Chachi, cancer nutrition coach and nutritional therapist. I work across 24 countries helping patients reverse their diseases. Without medications, I will be taking you through the journey of how to heal yourself physically and emotionally from whatever you are suffering from. And yes, we did a cheeky take on Hail and Hearty so that you can be healed and hearty with us. Look around you, look at yourself in the mirror. This is your dream job, this is your dream life, is it? But are you feeling it? Are you feeling the best you can be? Are you energetic, happy? jumping up from your bed every morning to greet the day with bursting energy? Most of us are not. And the reason for that is the building disease and inflammation levels inside us, rising levels of toxins, pollution and inhuman load of stress that you are taking on in your work, relationships and heart. And we all know that stress is the biggest trigger for diseases. So if you are scared of popping pills want to live a great quality of life, this podcast is for you. We will help you understand how to overcome heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cancer, autoimmune conditions and many other diseases with a better lifestyle and give you expert advice on what specifically to eat, drink and do so that you can prevent, manage and reverse your health issues. So let us deep dive into healing you. Go, prepare your green tea and I will see you on the other side in just a minute of Heal & Hearty. Hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning in to Heal & Hearty, our series on helping you understand how you can put your health first and try not to be hospitalized. This is the introductory episode And here we are going to focus on the compelling case for your quality of life. My name is Rachna. Rachna Chachi, not Chachi. A lot of people think I'm Chachi because I heal people, but uh, Chachi is my surname. And uh, I am a nutritional therapist and a cancer nutrition coach. And I began my practice 12 years ago. I heal patients across 22 countries, specifically with autoimmune conditions, cancer and lifestyle diseases. Why are we here and why do I do this? I do this without medication and uh, we would like to spread the message across to a lot of people out there who are suffering and that is the reason for this show. And with me, I'm going to invite now Dr. Bhavna Gautam. ...who actually has pioneered in a lot of ways as an MBBS doctor with her different thinking. Dr. Bhavna, welcome to the show. Hi, Rachna. Thank you for the introduction. Dr. Bhavna is an MBBS doctor who did her master's in healthcare administration for hospitals from Tata Institute of Social Sciences. But after seven years of being in clinical healthcare, she moved into emotional and mental well-being as a specialist. So why... Why did you do that?
0: I think, Rachna, I had met you sometime in 2012. Yes. Where I wanted to collaborate with you for a corporate wellness initiative. And uh, that is when I realized actually that um, you were spreading a message which I genuinely believed down deep down in my core, even as a medico, before I decided to uh, move away from my clinical practice. Uh, there was a resonance that I found in the entire concept of the whole health and the whole person rather than um, targeting diseases, targeting disorders, targeting symptoms, targeting signs. And um, so it, is, it has been a journey where uh, after my clinical exposure, I always found that there was an element which we doctors were not looking at. And I could not pinpoint what that element was. We were sending away healthier patients, uh, but we were not sending away happier patients. We were not sending away patients who knew what to do with their health next. We were always telling them, come back to us when something goes wrong. But we never equipped them to not come to us at all. For me, I believe that's what medicine should have been doing. Then um, after my uh, exposure at TIS during my uh, master's in healthcare. I realized that there's an entire element of health and wellness that we were not even looking at a person from his social angle, a person from his emotional angle, a person from his financial angle, a person from his environmental angle and how all of it contributed to making a person healthy. You
1: don't know you know, what this sounds like to the listener and to someone like me. This is like a ray of hope because having doctors like you out there who actually understand the human being as a human being and not as body parts is very, very heartening.
0: And this was exactly where I actually, uh, you know, felt that you find your soul tribe, right? When you meet people like that, it it just gives you that connect. And uh, honestly, before... uh, we even proceed with this podcast. Everybody needs to know that Rachna has had an amazing journey, which I believe everyone out there who still doesn't know what to do with their health needs to hear of. Uh, it's it's an inspiring journey. It's an amazing journey. It, it's something which will not just give you hope. It will give you that determination that it can be done. So, uh, Rachna, why don't you actually tell us about your personal health journey?
1: Okay. Okay. So, 13 years ago, I was diagnosed with uh, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, which is an autoimmune condition. And in Western treatments and medical science, it is termed as incurable. The immune system attacks these small joints and then moves on to the organs. And the treatment to bring relief, supposedly, is uh, chemotherapy, drugs, steroids, and immunosuppressants. So, they suppress your immune system so that uh, it doesn't attack you. I was in denial about the disease for quite some time uh, before I actually went through the route of taking these drugs and for about eight nine months I was stabilized with these drugs Um, but after that they stopped working on me and I started getting deformities on my hands and uh, toes which are still there, they're still mangled but I'm quite proud of them and uh, the pain levels would be terrible So, uh, I went from a typical globe trotting senior corporate executive uh, with a very bright future uh, to being bedridden because of the pain and the deformities. And the doctors would just look at me and say, but this is the way the disease is progressing and, uh, you know, we are doing the best that we can. So, that was not something that I was willing to hear and uh, my... My inflection point actually came when uh, nothing was working and my hands were paining so much that my husband couldn't even hold my hand and uh, they injected uh, steroid injections into each of my knuckles and wrists and one elbow and I passed out for three days. I am told I didn't pass out. I am told I was there at home uh, by my husband and daughter and family that I was doing my normal jobs in terms of going to the bathroom or eating but i have no recollection i passed out and it is the third day when i came around Uh, i was i guess brain fogged out Um, i woke up and the first thing i noticed was a mass of hair fallen on my pillow i'd lost most of my hair in any case to the chemotherapy drugs and the steroid injections also took their toll and that's when i just stood up and i said i am not going to live like this it was extremely foolish. Let me tell you, when I look back and when I treat patients now with rheumatoid arthritis, I just tell them, don't stand up and say this because I actually took all my medications and flushed them down the toilet. I didn't even want a stray dog to have them.
0: But I believe all all major breakthroughs in life happen from something as foolish or as stupid. Somebody has got to do that stupidity, which I think you did. But what is it that made you, you do not belong to the medical field. You were a patient like any other patient in so much of pain and trauma. What made you say, okay, not the doctors, I am going to treat myself. So,
1: first of all, I didn't find the doctor logical. That was my, when you're going to someone for treatment, you need to respect them. Right. I was going to him and uh, he, you know, today when I look back, it is the limited knowledge and training that they have. But I had a lot of anger at that point in time. I went to him and I kept asking me him that there must be something, there must be something else, you know, um, there must be something that I'm doing wrong with my life. It's an inflammatory disease. I, I had read up enough to know that it's an inflammatory disease. I had, you know, there were books, uh, the search engines were just about starting online at that point in time and there was enough data available. So I started using logic and telling him that, okay, inflammation, if I change my food habits, have an anti-inflammatory diet will that help he said no the only two things that uh, flare up you know rheumatoid arthritis is coffee and cigarettes the first thing that I did when I got up that day and said I am not going to live like this is order a cup of coffee (laughs) I know that coffee triggers the pain but I needed a clear head without the brain fog to start thinking of how to capture my life back Uh, So, yes, that was the trigger point for me to say I will take charge of my
0: life because I trust my own brain more. So, how long was your journey of healing yourself? Eight months. In eight months, you could actually heal yourself?
1: Clinically. Clinically reverse your... Yes. So, I started slowly with small lifestyle changes. Um, uh, You know, more salads, more olive oil, a little bit of cheese versus lots of cheese. Um, I didn't take out gluten uh, immediately. I started with smaller changes, then I started getting into yoga. And uh, over the next few months, uh, I began living almost like the Sattvic life. So when I was hungry, I would have nuts. Uh, When I was... uh, Or I would have fruits. And uh, at mealtimes, it would be 80% uh, vegetables and salads. But my... Reversal actually happened after I started increasing my uh, pranayamas, the breathing exercises, to 25 minutes every day. That was what were, what actually led me to the final destination of being clinically RA-free, even from a, uh, my reports perspective. My anti-CCP, my RA factor, my ESR, my C-reactive protein, they were all in range. So...
0: If you put it in in, in very simple terms, you actually just fit the entire jigsaw by yourself to make the complete picture with yoga, adding the final with pranayama, adding the final with pranayama, adding the final outcome. Yes, but I think I was lucky.
1: It was a hit and try. And I was lucky to desperate desperate because of my driven by my pain to find something and also cognitive of uh, how my own body and mind was reacting to various foods and i just followed that through so i was lucky and i um, till the time i was 80% pain free i was doing 20 counts of anulom vilom and 10 counts of others and all that the moment i sat down for 3 weeks at a stretch every single day doing the 25 minutes every day and then i got my blood test done that just, it was a drastic
0: yeah oh, it was completely changed. drastic now we all hear stories about people having their personal battles with different types of ailments, cancers and heart diseases and diabetes. And it stops there, right? With their personal battle. What made you decide that, no, I have got to move to another level and take this word out to every single person who's suffering like me? It was
1: the disease and the pain. You know, if you go through something which is so painful, um, I remember I had a 36-hour labor with my daughter. (laughs) It was a cakewalk in comparison to, to the what you to what I went through. And I just felt that if I am able to reverse it for myself, there is that one per cent population that is suffering like me. At that point in time, thirteen, twelve years ago, it was one percent. Supposedly Today the number of autoimmune conditions Is much higher than 1%
0: Yeah because I'm sure people Do not even know that they have an autoimmune condition yes. no, Because the diagnosis, gets, yeah, the diagnosis yeah. doesn't tell them It's an autoimmune condition True. Yeah. So at that point in time I
1: started with a very small So called niche goal of saying There is that 1% population That is suffering like I suffered Why don't I just Study again And get myself certified Because I can't do a one size fits all just because it worked on me doesn't mean it will work on somebody else so I actually did my nutritional therapy I I quit my corporate job I did my nutritional therapy so that I could understand like you said I don't come from a medical background and uh, I began to understand the role of physical and emotional nutrition on the body and I could correlate it back to my own journey so you know there are a lot of people I know who do such courses but they can't correlate it back So, a large part of what helped me heal other people and today also helps me heal other people is the empathy of the pain.
0: Yeah, your own personal
1: journey through the entire thing. Yeah. So, at that time, it was a small goal. Uh, It's... Snowballed very quickly because it's 1% RA, 1% multiple cirrhosis, 1% veganers, 1% ankylosing spondylitis and you just the whole thing there are hundreds of autoimmune conditions it all adds up to 10 to 12% of the population suffering on a daily basis with absolutely no hope for a cure.
0: And what is interesting is, uh, I would like to point out that while I knew Rachna um, much before, uh, you know, we really started working together, it was my uh, diagnosis with a very small uh, inflammatory condition, which is reflected as a a small, uh, uh, how do I say, uh, it was a small lesion on the skin. And the minute I got a confirmed diagnosis on it, that it is, it is actually an, an inflammatory condition. I realized what am I opening my body up to, because with inflammatory conditions, there is no uh, one disease which can be cured. It can affect any organ. It can affect in any which way. It can it can uh, cause symptoms which you probably would not even understand are are an inflammatory condition. And the minute I got diagnosed, I remember uh, meeting Rachna and ensuring that I brought about that lifestyle change so that that single skin lesion would not progress to yes. an anti-inflammatory disorder. So I do realize the kind of change you can bring about only if you have that awareness and you have that intention yeah. that this needs to get controlled before it becomes a medical condition.
1: Yes. So actually, you know, when you came to me uh, and... Uh, Uh, you know we started with your treatment it was a lot of people told me and you know there were a lot of doctors and still a lot of doctors who come to me where it was a case of the doctor coming to the healer so here I am this uh, gray area person who uh, you know medically when I treat a cancer patient I am told by the oncologist that we don't have any proof of your treatment And then on the side, there are, you you are one of those rare ones who stands up openly and says that you need to nourish your body and mind and you do that with all your patients as well. But uh, uh, at that point in time, uh, not everybody was uh, respectful for what I did. I used to get a lot of these jibes around okay this is her next hobby kind of stuff and uh, uh, it was people like
0: you I guess somewhere who brought credibility to what I did. And and it's a genuine case with the entire healthcare system I think uh, what really took me off the clinical field was this myopic view. That there has to be only this treatment. I remember as medical students, we would open up those textbooks and it was so simply given over there that a disease has these reasons for showing signs and symptoms in your body. And I used to wonder if it is that simple, then why isn't every single person cured of it? That's true. If it was so easy to tell somebody that there are five reasons why you get a cardiac disease, why are we not able to? Tap into it and ensure that nobody ever gets a cardiac disease. That's because we never agreed that there were certain areas which were left vague and never addressed. For example, I remember so distinctly that every single disease as a causative factor, stress was mentioned. Mm. But there was not a single professor, probably I didn't come across any, who would tell us the role, the huge role that this one single causative factor could Calls. and today science has taken us back to a level where it says it starts from there yes. it starts from there absolutely and you know you're talking
1: about cardiovascular disease there is a center uh, run by dr dean ornish in yes. the u.s he's a cardiologist and for the last 30 years he's been proving to the entire world that you don't need to get a bypass surgery done you can just correct your lifestyle do some yoga do some pranayam, and reverse your health reverse. condition yes so you know it's and it is covered by insurance. So which means statistically, it is tried and tested. Clinically, it has been proven.
0: I, I think he went through his own... It, it's it's a cycle. I believe the West usually uh, learns from the basic sciences that we had produced probably, it, you know, centuries back. They use it. Once they get the credibility, we decide, okay, now I think it's time for us to use
1: yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So the the number of diseases that actually have their grounding and foundation in lifestyle issues is about 90% including cancers. So today when we are looking at the treatment options that are there in the medical system, those treatment options never actually go back to the lifestyle causes. So if there is a trigger like you said, you know, there are five triggers to X t- disease. If you go back to the triggers and correct the triggers, then the disease itself goes away Should, from, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, unless if it is an infection or, you know, something that requires uh, an emergency situation, like you get run over by a bus or something, uh, most lifestyle conditions are type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, uh, obesity, uh, depression to a large extent, uh, They are all caused because of the environment we are in, because of how we are living with each other and you and I have together treated so many patients, you know, where they come to me for the physical nutrition aspect and, you know, go to you for the counselling aspect and we've realised that we don't need medications to treat these conditions. Absolutely. So... A large part of what we are doing here today With not just this episode But this series and in the next few episodes Is we are going to actually discuss How without medication you can Make your quality of life better So there are no side effects Of medications that people will Experience and There are people who have actually reversed their type 2 diabetes, reversed their heart blockages, hypertension, of course, autoimmune conditions and certain types of cancers.
0: And I I think the important uh, fact you had highlighted in one of your workshops was when everybody stood up and said the genetic contribution to the whole thing. Yeah. I think what was relevant that you pointed out was that the genetics would contribute to just 5% of your entire uh, you know cause of this entire thing and it can be reversed yes irrespective of it being a genetic disorder
1: bhavna i deal in epigenetics so the entire approach of my treatment actually is uh, epigenetics is basically for for listeners is basically a science where you change the gene expression yes with your lifestyle and it is successful and now it is clinically proven that uh, 95% of diseases can actually be cured with epigenetics. Epigenetics, absolutely.
0: I think another interesting concept that you spoke about right now was the quality of life. Yes. Uh, Which uh, medical science, yes, we have a formula. I remember being taught about the quality of life formula. But nobody really gives you what in essence quality of life really means I think uh, someone like you who meets chronic ailment patients uh, I I meet patients who have uh, you know lifestyle disorders and chronic disorders for years together and under treatment when they come to you you realize that the treatment may be working on the symptom it is not letting him function as a whole human being even then
1: yes totally so well put
0: you know yeah and and that is the concept that I think most people uh, who are undergoing the treatment miss out too. You They're happy going through the treatment. Yes, you look at somebody with type 2 diabetes, they yes. are,
1: they are uh, unaware of the fact that at some point in their lives, their kidneys are going to pack up. At some point in their lives, they are going to be prone to cancer. These are things that uh, when they start the treatment, nobody ever tells them. Nobody ever tells them that you can actually reverse type 2 diabetes with... And get off the medication. Yes, yeah. I have done this time and time again. In fact, that is so much more easier for me to do than somebody coming to me with an autoimmune condition. Yeah,
0: Even even the treatment part, uh, when doctors, um, you know, promote a certain medication for a lifestyle disorder, what nobody really uh, points out to is the side effects of these medications. Yes, yes you know, totally. Like you just pointed out that you're... Put, you're opening yourself up to a whole host of other disorders because of the toxicity of the medications that you are yes. taking. Something as simple as statin drugs have been found to have a link with depression. And type 2 diabetes. And type 2 diabetes. Yes. Now who informs a patient taking these drugs that uh, you know watch out, watch out for the symptoms of something else which may come in because you're getting treated for one ailment?
1: Yeah and the worst part is the entire apathy because the patient will just turn around and say it's okay. There are so many people who take it. I'll also take it. Absolutely. Instead of saying, "Why that should this I?" This is not acceptable. Yes. Why should it be this yes, way? Yes. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. We were talking about obesity earlier, sure. and yeah. uh, uh, obesity is the, one of the highest risk factors for cancer.
0: Something that and, can cause so many. every other metabolic disorder too. Obesity absolutely. is just one. By itself, it can it can be a uh, you know.
1: Take a wild guess how many obese people are there in India? Wild.
0: 100 million. That's almost what? One third of the population. Yes oh, yeah yes.
1: From a third world poor country, this is where we are leading up to. and this entire thing about we have low cancer rates, uh, actually proves that we are in denial there are 100 million people in India who are at risk of getting cancer we're sitting on an epidemic we're sitting on
0: an epidemic absolutely for what reasons? Yes. because we are not willing to change our lifestyle so what is interesting about these stats is every time I think a statistics gets posed like for example uh, India is uh, one of the leading countries when it comes to mental health issues like yes. depression yes people think these ailments are occurring in silos and depression. to somebody else. Yeah, and to somebody else. So, people don't understand a person undergoing chemotherapy, a person going through, uh, you know, type 2 diabetes. I, I work with uh, a lot of young kids who are type 1 diabetics too. They don't understand depression comes as a parcel package oh, with yes. any of these disorders. You know, and I'll, I'll say this
1: openly, I was depressed when I was undergoing my rheumatoid arthritis because... In any of these conditions, there is this feeling of frustration, helplessness. Why me? I've I've broken many phones uh, on my husband. <laughs> and the poor guy is an angel. But uh, yeah, that
0: was part of the therapy. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, but all of this, like you rightly said, it it links back to saying, you know, don't treat the symptom. Treat the person holistically. Absolutely. And yeah. it is for people to stand up and say, we are not going to reach a stage where our dependency on medications is going to eat up our quality of life.
0: Yeah, I, I think people now are moving back. They're at least getting information uh, to prove the fact that there's a mind-body connect, there's a thought-behavior connect, there's a belief-system-behavior connect. And somewhere all of this needs to get linked with your disease and yes. your disease management i think
1: that is the purpose of our next few episodes yes. now that uh, that we are going to talk about how uh, these diseases have the linkages how to systematically overcome these we will invite a lot of people in the studio Uh, who have overcome these diseases you know whether it is an autoimmune condition cancer type 2 diabetes cardiovascular disease depression obesity and how they are living proof that uh, you can take charge of your life and get rid of your health issues without medications so we'll take a break and we'll come back on the other side
0: So we are back and uh, we left the discussion last on uh, the entire uh, health and hospital uh, controversy. Another thing that I want uh, you to address, Rachna, is you get patients from both sides of the uh, spectrum, right? There are patients who've been through years and years of treatments and through the entire medical structure, spending money in every high end diagnostic Then coming to you saying nothing else worked, please help us. Versus patients who come to you saying we never want to go to, you know, a a rigid hospital system. We need something more holistic and they approach you. Where do you think this entire difference lies in their approach?
1: People who come to me have um, suffered like crazy and have tried everything. So that's a given. Uh, when I say they've tried everything I'm talking about not just medical treatment, I'm talking about Ayurveda, I'm talking about going to some baba somewhere and all that and then they've given up and then somehow they hear about me or read about me and they come Uh, the issue is number one, you will never do anything like change your lifestyle till you are not at your wit's end or against the wall number two Frankly, they have exhausted all their financial resources. It's extremely expensive to go to a doctor for cancer treatment, getting uh, uh, a bypass surgery done, getting dialysis uh, done. And uh, then uh, when they have exhausted that, they come to me and then they find my small paltry fee expensive and they say, oh, can you give us a discount? So that's pretty ironical. But you've raised a very good point because if you compare the cost of hospitalization and you've been in hospital administration as well, Bhavna, uh, in comparison to that, the investment of nurturing your own mind and body is actually minuscule for the results that you get.
0: And it's a lifetime implementation, right? It's not something which will only affect a certain disease for a certain period. It's your entire life throughout your life.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And at whatever age, it doesn't matter. At whatever age, absolutely. I've treated nine-year-old uh, kids with autoimmune conditions. I treated my own father with uh, stage 4 prostate cancer. And he was 74 at that time. He is 80 years old today. And he's very healthy, touchful, roams around the world, enjoys his red wine. It is actually, uh, you know, not dependent on what stage of life you are in, what gender you are, which country you are from, what race you are. And what your age is. At so, any stage that you stand up and say, I want to get a better quality of life, you can do that.
0: And that should have been the aim all throughout, right? For treatment of any ailment, that should be the aim. That I also have a patient who enjoys life to the fullest with whatever support structure I'm providing, which I think somewhere uh, the entire healthcare system fails to provide, the allopathy healthcare system.
1: Yes, but that is also the. Uh, flaw of the education and training system Absolutely. of that. I don't yeah. think we should just lambaste doctors and say that oh they don't understand. What were they made to understand in medical school? You so yourself. We never no? had. We never yes.
0: had subjects. I, I believe today that there should be subjects like empathy. There should be subjects like uh, viewing a person from a more holistic pattern. So, for example, I tell a patient, "Oh, please go eat healthy." Do I know whether financially he's in? enabled to eat healthy does he have a social structure available which will let him eat healthy who cooks for him right you know and you pointed out a very interesting uh, idea about the cost part when they come to you and they talk about your sum being too high for them to manage people forget being a healthcare administrator is to realize that when you look at the cost of hospitalization it is not just the cost of treatment how many working days have you lost just because you had to visit oh, a hospital yes, yes. how many working days you you know, support structures—your your wife, your children, your you know spouse. How many days did they lose just sitting out there isi- outside the ICU, waiting for you to get better? And how much of the emotional trauma is it associated yeah, with it? Absolutely. And after you go back, it doesn't just revert automatically.
1: You know, and I, mean, I refuse to believe that. However, well or not well, you are doing. You're prepared to spend lakhs on doctors and hospitals, but you're not willing to increase the number of vegetables and fruits in your plate. I'm sorry, I'm I'm not willing to even
0: entertain that. And they would come to you if they honestly need an overhaul, because I've I've experienced the treatment with you, they would need to follow up with you for three months, four months. So honestly, you're investing four months out of an entire lifetime to really learn how to be healthy and happy.
1: Yes, and it is not just four months of your lifetime to... uh, to cure your disease, but also to learn. I do a no holds barred transfer of knowledge. Absolutely. And even the coaches that we are building across the world, who we are certifying, um, have that same empowerment to actually do a transfer of knowledge to the patient on how to lead their lives for the rest of their lives. For the rest of their And not lives. need that doctor, yes. not yes. need the medical treatments if they follow through. There's a big if over there, because a lot of people end up falling off and saying, I'd rather pop a pill. It's okay. You know, you have to respect everybody's choice. Absolutely. It's, it's a choice at the end. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. So we have to respect that choice and you can't hold uh, people responsible. But when somebody is actually going through a disease that is physically or emotionally debilitating, debilitating. yes, that is the time that they get up and they say, Sorry, I am not going to live like this. And that is when the strength comes to start changing your lifestyle.
0: Absolutely, I, I think. I and think this show is actually for them. Yeah, the, that respect that you give yourself, the respect yes. you give your body, yes, and say that this is not the means and end of everything. Yes. It has to be better than this. I think. I think that should be the turning point. It is actually
1: like walking away from a toxic relationship. Yes. Yes. Saying, totally. Yeah. That. I'm not. I'm not willing to take. That there's this.
0: more to life than just <laughs> yes, yes, going through this thing. Yes, true.
1: So all of you listening in who have been through emotional, physical toxicity of any kind or any kind of suffering, and you want to get uh, certain solutions which are holistic solutions available with us, please do tweet to us on retina Restores. That's one word. At Rachna Restores, R-A-C-H-N-A-R-E-S-T-O-R-E-S And we will take up your issues in
0: our episodes in the future.
1: We are coming to the end of the show, Bhavna. It's been extremely
0: invigorating chatting with you. Yeah, I, I genuinely want to thank you for finally uh, taking this exciting plunge in spreading the message of wellness and holistic wellness across
1: Well, you and I together physically could not see so many patients. So I think this is a great platform. Uh, So as a closure, guys, there are just a few key takeaways so that you can come back the next time with your uh, questions being tweeted to us and you can listen to some of the responses, answers. We will be calling in more experts. We will be calling in patients. The show is for people who understand the aspect that More and more people are falling sick because of our lifestyle, because of emotional distress and the toxins in our environment, in our water, in our vegetables. And by the time you actually get diagnosed, it is important to understand that correcting your lifestyle will make 50 to 80 and in some cases, 100% of the disease disappear. And if you are willing to do that, then this show is for you. That is the reason that we have started the series for you to help take charge of your life and put your quality of life over your bank balance. If you like our podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me, I am at Rachna Restores on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. That was the wonderfully sensitive Dr. Bhavna Gautam who made me cry just a wee bit. We are at the end of this episode of Heal and Hearty. And in the next episode, we are going to have a 53-year-old Wonder boy who has been walking around for the last four years with 90% blockages in his heart. Yes, you heard that right. Deepak was diagnosed with 90% blockages in his heart at the age of 49, decided not to go under the knife or do bypass surgery. So how is he living today? What is his quality of life? Why did he take this drastic decision? Don't forget to tune in on our special episode on heart health and understand how you can reduce your risk of heart disease. DM me on Rachana Restores on Instagram to register for it so that you can protect your heart. I will catch you next week. Same time, don't forget to do some deep breathing and express gratitude to the people you love. Catch you.